Not so long ago, less than a week ago, an article came out that part of the of real estate just collapsed in Florida, in Miami, my memory serves. And um, we relate that to the issues related to climate change, erosion in the ground and so forth. Now, I didn't read the full of the article, so, you know, that may not be the full argument. But as the world changes and one gets desperate, I think it's good to remember that the world has been changing ever since it started. It's part of something called evolution. And I could talk about Darwin's Arch, now the Pillars of Wisdom, uh, and other topics. But a recent article that came out in phys.org, P-H-Y-S dot O-R-G, has an article that I think gives some perspective on the evolution of the planet. And so I choose to here read it to you. Icebergs as tall as Eiffel Tower once flowed past Outer Banks to Florida, study finds. This was um, authored by Mark Price in the Charlotte Observer, initially. A series of mysterious lines carved on the seafloor off North Carolina's Outer Banks have been identified as highly unexpected proof that icebergs once filled the horizon along the East Coast. It is believed the massive chunks of ice drifted up to 5,000 miles from Canada and could be seen as far south as the Florida Keys, according to research supported by the U.S. Geological Survey. When you think of the Florida Keys, icebergs are probably not the first thing that come to mind. The USGS wrote on Facebook, But over 30,000 years ago, towering bright white chunks of ice drifted south from the Hudson Bay in Canada, past Cape Hatteras in North Carolina, and all the way to the Florida Keys. These icebergs were enormous, measuring about 300 meters. They were basically similar in stature to the Eiffel Tower. The research, published June 16 in Nature Communications, used high-resolution seafloor mapping to find nearly 700 iceberg scours plowed into the seafloor. Photos show the lines are not just unlike the ancient geoglyphs carved 2,000 years ago in Peru's Nazca's desert. They appeared at depths of 557 feet of 1,246 feet, according to the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution which worked with the USGS on the research. To figure out when and why these icebergs ended up in unexpected waters, a team of researchers sailed a boat to South Carolina and extracted long, skinny tubes of sand, mud, and shells from the seafloor. The USGS reported that the scientists used radiocarbon dating on the tiny shells foraminifera, in the sediment, to figure out when the icebergs left their mark on the seafloor. The rough estimate for timing is about 31,000 years ago, during a period of massive iceberg discharge known as Heinrich Event 3, the report states. Among the more mysterious parts of the discovery is the fact that icebergs were flowing south against the Gulf Stream. The report states, so, 
That led researchers to conclude a large-scale but brief flood of melted ice water was powerful enough to sweep the ice along. The icy current also helped the icebergs survive long enough to reach subtropical areas, the study found. What our model suggests is that these icebergs get caught up in the currents created by glacial meltwater and basically surf their way along the coast, according to Alan Condren, a Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution climate modeler who worked with USGS geologist Jenna Hill on the research. When a large glacial lake dam breaks and releases huge amounts of fresh water into the ocean, there's enough water to create these strong coastal currents that basically move the icebergs in the opposite direction to the Gulf Stream, which is no easy task, Condren said. The data suggests melting icebergs may have a big impact on climate change. The report concluded, A glut of cold water carried by the ocean current could significantly weaken the amount of heat transported north by the ocean current, increasing the chance that Europe could get much colder, the researchers wrote. Et voilà. This is an interesting article reminding us that we all go through changes, and as the planet evolves, and some people will call it cycles, and as we're going through an acceleration of changes right now, it is absolutely, I'm fascinated to see how many new parameters have to be included in every model of um, what the future could look like. And here we've added a few, meaning, um, which you know I come to realize now, but in the sense that obviously people at Woods Hole would have done this before, but as we have melting of ice, quote unquote, the cold water, if in volume, could actually allow for a flow of the cold to go down. So it's not basically it freezes in one part and immediately gains the temperature that's surrounding it. Uh, it averages out differently. That's a fascinating topic, and obviously it will depend on volumes and times and so forth. A fascinating topic, and um, uh, if I ever find anything that requires or that implies or suggests or uh, identifies uh, the, most of the parameters that are to be included in the modeling of those projections, um, as a true geek, I'll be very excited and interested, and I'll try to share it with you too here. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be putting down the notes so that you can find this article and uh, read it up for yourself. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.